Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous for this. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. And welcome to the podcast. Yeah, it's called Peace and Love. We'll hang out for a while and we'll have a little fun. I'm your bestie. I'm your lover. I'm your friend, not your mother. You're listening to your favorite podcast with Peace and Love. <gasps> oh my gosh, guys. Welcome to With Peace and Love. I'm your host, McCall, your bestie, your lover, your trainer. Um, but I'm not your mom, not your mother. Just want to get that out there. <laughs> I am very excited because I'm going to make it my goal to have a theme song by the end of this month. There's going to be no more impromptu opening songs where I practice for forever and then I'm like, I hate every single take. No, 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 no. We're going to have a theme song. It's going to be great because I want a theme song and I want to update the profile picture. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while thank you and if you're new welcome i'm so excited you guys are here well, we got to make some changes we got to update things everybody in the podcast sphere questions well, everybody but a lot of people that i listen to in the podcast sphere are updating their um their pictures and i'm feeling very left out i'm feeling very alone and i want to get on the train i have this idea and i won't share it in case <laughs> in case i can't get it to work at all so i'm like i just won't tell you guys but i will say that it's like so exciting it's so fun it's so cute i just gotta do it like i just have to shoot it and like i don't i could go and just hire somebody but i love shooting my own content and editing it because i just get it just how i want and it's a lot of fun to make your own content if you've never done that before do it um but it's a lot of work and i am I just need to, I just need to bite the bullet and do it tomorrow maybe, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see if we actually get it done. But hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And this episode is entitled, I am offended by my Spotify wrapped. I know guys, I know I took a couple weeks off from the pod. One reason is, um, the episodes. Oh no. Am I yawning? Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to put this piece of gum in my mouth and hopefully not yawn anymore and i don't want to do asmr so hold on okay so i know that nobody listens to podcasts around the holidays because my numbers last year were so low that i was like i almost quit podcasting and then i remember i listened to a podcaster and they were like um no one listens around the holidays because you get busy doing abnormal stuff with your friends your family whatever and so like listening to a podcast is like the last thing or you're like in the car with like your friends or family and they you're you're not gonna like listen to this hour-long podcast with me (laughs) you listen to christmas music so i took a week off for thanksgiving because i was like i i didn't want to do like a thanksgiving episode necessarily because i was like we did that last year right and then and then I took the week off after for reason number two. I was just tired. The weddings are about to slow down. I have one more in two weeks for the end of the year, for the rest of the year. And that's it. I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited to just be relaxed and chilling. You know what I mean? For a couple of weeks. I'm very, very, very excited for that. So yes, I did take a couple weeks off, but I am back. We're good. I'm still a podcaster. We still have the podcast. We're still, you guys are still the besties. We're all good. I just had to take some time off. I hope you guys had an amazing thanksgiving and a amazing thanksgiving i did so i'll just talk about my thanksgiving. <laughs> let's get into the weekly check-in before we get into my spotify wrapped okay so this thanksgiving i roped my friend tori 
and surrounding the turkey trot with me. I'm obsessed with those people that are like, I want to be one of those families that like runs on like holidays. And I've, I'm obsessed with that. Like you don't, you guys don't understand. I, I did one reindeer run when I was younger and I think about it every single year. I'm like, I want to do another reindeer run. So the turkey trot came around this year and I was like, I'm doing it. And I was like, I might have to do it alone which is fine, but I roped my friend Tori into it, and we got up at, I think the alarms went off at 6, mine went off at 6.15, and the race started at 8, so we wanted to get there at 7, because we didn't have our packets and stuff, which thank God we could pick them up there, because I was panicking when we got there, but caught up early, got there, like 7 something, and I'm freaking out, because like I'm seeing people with their bibs, and if you are not a runner, and that's totally okay, a bib is just like the number that is on you when you are running a race, so that they know um, if you won or lost, <laughs> and I did not win, so, <laughs> but are there losers in like a 5k race? No, no, because you can run or walk. Anyways, we get there, and I'm starting to panic, because I'm like, oh my god, I kept not, I never got an email confirmation that, like, I signed up for the race, but I was just very confident, so we're there, and we're in the parking lot, and I'm like, I never got a confirmation, so I don't even know, like, where I'm supposed to be going, I just knew, like, it was in, like, Yola, if you're familiar with that, which is just downtown Orlando, and that's pretty much all I knew, and I was like, crumb, I don't have my bib, I don't have this shirt, I don't, I'm just gonna have to run in the race without a bib. Which honestly would be iconic. Like I'm sure that the residents of downtown Orlando probably do that. They probably just hop in because like you don't you probably don't have to wear your bib if you don't want to. Also a lot of people wear them underneath their jackets if you're cold. So some people you don't even see their bib. So I wouldn't do that. Okay. I would run a race with my bib. Okay. Also, I found out that you can literally technology is so freaking cool. Or maybe they just number it like this. I went online to look at my photos from the race and you just put in your bib number and it pulls up all the photos that you're in. And it was like so cool. I'm like in six photos, which may not seem like a lot to you guys, but I was shocked that I was going to be in more than one. Anyways, we got there. Thank God I checked my spam folder. Lo and behold, there is my confirmation that we signed up for the race. We're good. We found out we can get our bibs that morning. Thank God. They're like, you can pick them up on Wednesday. And I was like, it's Thursday. I was like, if I could go back in time, I would have picked it up. We got there, we picked up our bibs, it was awesome, we got to hang around, and there were so many people dressed up so cute, um, like, just anything Thanksgiving related, turkeys, pilgrims, there was a Santa who was getting way too close to me, and I was like, do I know you? Because I don't think I know you, so maybe just like two feet, like back up two feet, please, please. Um, then we, then it came time for the race. We did it. It was so freaking fun. It was so, it was like the perfect temperature for a 5k race. Even if like, if I was doing a marathon, I would want that weather, obviously a little bit colder, but it was literally perfect. We finished the race, took some pictures, got our, you know, little medal. I'm obsessed with my medal. Like you guys don't understand. I'm going to post it on my story so you guys can see. I'm obsessed with my medal. It is my aesthetic. It's like my vibe. And I was like, well, I can't run any races. I don't have like my aesthetic because then I don't want to put my medal up. But I gladly walked around downtown Orlando with my 5K turkey trot medal. That is so freaking cute. After that, we went and got chai at our favorite restaurant. Restaurant. It's a cafe. Let's not be crazy. Little cafe. Then I went home, took a shower, 
Then I went back over to Tori's um, mom's house for Thanksgiving and it was like the best, chillest Thanksgiving ever. Like I could not be more thankful than um, to have a friend like Tori and to have her like mom invite me over, you know, to their house for Thanksgiving. It was just so sweet. It was so nice to just spend it just chilled out. Like I've been to quite a few Thanksgiving at other people's houses where I just literally um like I wanted to crawl out of my skin. Um and I've been to other Thanksgiving at my friend's house at my friend Grace's house and where it's like I just feel like family and my sister even went one time with me to their Thanksgiving. So it's like there's those kinds of things. But can we talk about people having like family events and then like knowingly that like friends are coming over and like people are just the family starts to air out their dirty laundry as if the people that are visiting want to be like a part of that at all. I just like, it's almost nice because the family feels so comfortable that you're there, that they're just like talking about this and that, whatever that you're like not involved with at all. But I'm also like, can you not talk about that stuff on a holiday? Like I, in my own family, we would talk about stuff on the holidays and I was like, do we have to talk about this today like we can talk about it on black friday or small business saturday but like thanksgiving i just want to eat food i want to lay around i want to feel lethargic i want to take a nap i want to wake up and i want to eat leftovers and then go to bed like that's all that the holidays should be about and people want to talk about they want to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff and we don't have time for that we don't have time for that but not this year this year was wonderful beautiful and amazing so shout out okay i know you guys are all wondering did I go Black Friday shopping? And the answer is no, I did not. There wasn't anything this year that I was like, I need that. I need, I, I was like, mm, I don't need that. I don't need anything. Like I really don't. I want a lot of things. I want new AirPods and I want a new Apple watch, but I was like, mm, I'll get it eventually. I'll get it when it's time to get it. So no, I didn't go Black Friday shopping. I did go Sunday shopping. So I waited two days later. We had to go to the mall because we have a little, um, I'm recording this on Monday for you guys because I was like, I got to get her done. I want to make sure the episode's ready to go for you guys on Wednesday. But we have a little holiday party for my um, wedding job tonight, right? And so last week we went, when I tell you guys, <clears throat> we went to every store physically possible. Like I'm, I, okay. With an exception for like, I think we even went into Macy's. Like, that's what I'm saying. I didn't go into Dillard's, but we went to Macy's Forever 21. We peeked into Aritzia, but Aritzia is super, super, super casual. Like, it's my style, but it's not like it has nothing that I'd want to wear to like a really classy, fun event. Okay, so Aritzia, H&M, Hollister, Anthro, Urban. Mm, am I missing one? I know. I think that's it. Yeah. And like there was nothing. So the, the, um, dress code for this or the color scheme, not the dress code, the color scheme for this year is red, burgundy, and green. And I was going for a green dress because I figured everybody else is going to go for red. It's just how it goes. You know what I mean? When you, I feel like that's right. The consensus, like if you have an option between red or green, you're going to wear red. So I was like, I'm going to go green so that I can like, you know, main character energy. Okay. I didn't, I got a red dress. Let's just conclude the story. I got a red dress and it's a huge freaking miracle because I found nothing that that was a week ago. Okay. And I'm like, shoot, the freaking 
(laughs) parties coming up and I had two back-to-back weddings this past weekend and I was like I don't have the capacity to go to another mall but Plano's Closet shout out was having a holiday release at one of the locations that I live really close to so I was like okay it was the day after one of my weddings and I was like I had a wedding on Saturday but I was like I'm gonna get up I'm gonna go I'm gonna try to find a dress and I look and I look and I look and I'm like not saying anything that I'm like okay deep breath go back through again. I went back through again. I found a adorable red dress and I believe she's from Fashion Nova. $10. Just so cute. Mini. I'm obsessed with her. I'm, I'm obsessed. Um, I'm not sure. It's supposed to be cocktail dresses. I know cocktail dresses are shorter, but I don't know if it's supposed to be flowy. I don't know. And I'm at the point where like, am I when I'm my younger years, I would have been obsessing over like every little detail. Like I want this, I want that. And now I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I got a dress. I'm going to wear it. I went yesterday to the mall and I got these adorable little pumps from Windsor. And let me tell you the life hack ladies and besties and anyone out there listening. This is a life hack. Going online to check if the item is available in the store and then going and try it on not buying it just seeing if it's available so I go I'm online I'm on the line and I'm at um like I'm at a coffee shop waiting um on Sunday morning and I'm like okay what's my plan of attack like I need to figure out where I'm going so I look online and I'm like okay I want to look at forever I want to look at HM I really wanted like baby doll pumps like closed toed if you guys know what those are closed toed pumps I don't know why I just have been wanting them for so long don't know what that's about um, so I looked online and then I looked on Windsor and there was the shoe. I saw her and I was like, that's my shoe. I saw it and I was like, that's mine. Okay. I love that feeling for me at least. And why am I on it? Oh my God. Anyways, I saw my size and they were like one left and I was like, okay. I rushed to the mall and I'm like, okay, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I go to where the shoes are the little shoe rack and I pick up the shoe and it's literally my size. I tried on and this, oh my God, guys, the cutest thing happened. I totally forgot about this. I'm trying the shoes on and I like, I always like to have another option because I'm somebody that is usually very set on an idea, but I've been trying to be more like, just look at other options, like be open because you miss a lot of opportunities when you're closed off like that. And I know it's just a shoe and you guys are like, whoa, but I think little things like that, roll into bigger life decisions like dating somebody or a job or whatever just being open is a superpower and so I've just I was like let me try on a different shoe that was like shorter but all bejeweled it was like a little slide a a little heeled slide and I was like no not for me so I put both of the pumps on and this adorable woman probably could have been my grandma she's just i'm in the mirror and i can see her in the mirror looking at the shoes so i'm i'm assuming that she's like considering buying the shoes for herself or for somebody else and she goes they suit you so well and i was like oh my god thank you like i was just still debating and she was like she's like they're absolutely perfect on you and she just kept being like they suit you so well she's like you really should get them and i was like oh my goodness like that i think i mentioned this a lot on the podcast but like always say something if you see somebody beautiful say something. If you see something that somebody's wearing that's really nice, tell them because it just, you have no idea what's going through their mind or the week that they've had or the day. And granted, I've said it sometimes and people are like, I'm like, you are so beautiful. And they're like, 
okay. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Maybe you hear that a lot or you just didn't want to take it, whatever. But I just wanted to say it anyways. And I think you just always give the compliment and don't even worry about people's reaction because days or hours or months down the road, they'll be so thankful that you said something. And I'm so thankful to that lovely woman who said something to me. So I got the shoes, got the dress. We're ready to roll, guys. So I'll post some pictures on the stories for you guys to see for sure. Um, oh, mm, I see on my weekly check-in the the dreaded story that I must share with you all. Let's take a moment of silence as I share something very dramatic with you. Sunday. December 3rd. I'm so serious. You guys are probably in the car, like holding on to the, pa- you know, when you're like freaked out and you hold on to the passenger seat and there's no one there. I do, I've been doing that a lot lately and I'm like, is what's happening? <laughs> um, it was Sunday, December 3rd. I was making a cake for my friend Shazia's um, birthday, her 90s theme birthday. The cake is beautiful. It's not a cake, it's actually brownies. Um, that I, I did, I've done it before a few months ago for a little picnic for the Bible study. And, um, it was beautiful. I freaked out cause I couldn't get out of the pan. And then I got out of the pan and then I was freaked out that I didn't have enough icing. I did. I had the exact amount of icing that I needed. Mm-hmm. I know. Amazing. Um, I looked up on Pinterest like how to make it a little bit cuter because it was blue icing and then I put like little dots around the base and it was cute but I was like we need more and they were like little powdered sugar on top and I said done oh my god I did it It was so cute my roommate saw it they said cute beautiful actually um I get into my car and I put the cake on the on the passenger seat because I'm like I'll as soon as I get I click my seatbelt and I back out because that's usually very smooth for me to back out. I'm going to put the cake on my lap because she lives like three minutes from me. Otherwise, if it was a longer drive, I would have figured something else out. But I'm like, "Mm, she lives super close. I'll just put it on my lap. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. I back out. I go forward and I go over a speed bump at a speed that's faster than I was anticipating. I reach for the cake that's next to me on the path. oh my gosh and the cake oh my god I'm trying not to scream into the mic the cake flips over and so quickly and you know what I do I'm right in the middle of the street in my neighbor in my complex I park the car and I scream I scream several times because that's the only reaction I could have without crying and then I took a video, which I'll share again, or I'll, yeah, I'll just share on my stories again if you haven't seen it. Of the, I literally take a video because I'm like, no one's going to believe that this happened. Of the, literally, the crime that I've never been. And what's so funny is right before it happened, I said to myself, like, oh my God, wouldn't it be so dumb if it like fell? Like in my head, I was like, oh my God. Because I've like, I've had like full on plates of food in my car that I've like just made and I'm like on my way to a wedding and all the food flips over. Like, completely flips over to my car and like I just keep driving without even acknowledging the fact that it's happened and I just get to the wedding venue and I'm like okay so that happened and now there's hummus all over my passenger seat so I just I flip the cake over and for some reason it's it's not as beautiful as it was before in any way shape or form and it's just like kind of smushed and I somehow what happened is the powdered sugar 
saved the icing from ending up on my on my car seat, which is literally a miracle. Um, so I just I take it in and I'm like, hey guys, this is what happened. And everyone is just I have such amazing friends. They were all like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. Like they're like, I was like, if you don't want to eat it because it was on like my passenger seat, you don't have to. But I was like, I'm gonna eat it because I made it and it's a gluten free brownie cake and it was beautiful. It's no longer, but it was stunning before. Anyways, that was the my car cake nightmare of December 3rd, 2023 at 6 o'clock, 630. Okay. And on top of that, I'm late. I'm late to the party already because I was like waiting for the brownie to cool. Then I had to ice it. And so I'm like already late and now this happens. And I'm like, you're joking me. I said, the Lord is testing me about the devil is just playing games. And I don't appreciate either one, to be honest with you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but that is the weekly check-in, guys. I know it was a lot and it was long, but, 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 it was worth it. You guys know I had a lot to talk to you guys about, but let's get into the meat of today's episode, the title, I'm Offended by My Spotify Wrapped. I also have a couple other things to discuss, the um, Hunger Games, the song, wait, the ballad of songbirds and snakes and then special forces if you guys are not watching special forces this is about to be a spoiler alert so get the frick ready okay why am i offended by my spotify wrapped list i'm gonna explain to you why i in my head and i know that i know that it cuts off at like sometime in the summer like i don't think it goes all the way through like August, September, October. Like I think they're wrapping up Spotify wrapped literally in July because there's so many songs that I've listened to way more recently. Um, and also when they do it, like your top, like your artist for the month, and I think it only goes to like June. So it's not for the whole year. So I'm not sure why it's called Spotify wrapped. Do it. Like, like, I don't know why it doesn't come out at new year's. Like that would make more sense. Like that'd be literally, I don't know. I'll have to talk to them. I'll take it over to the people at Spotify. So when I went and I opened my Spotify, I was like shook at like literally everything. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even know when I listen to these songs. I don't know where you're talking about. So let's just, let's just dive in to, um, my top artist. Okay. Let's just stop. Let's just start at the, let's just start at the Zenith. Is that what it's called? Right. My I'll, I'll go, I'll go bottom to top to really mix it up for you guys. I know, I know I'm kind of amazing. I'm kind of just throwing kind of crazy ideas. <laughs> okay. My top artist at number five, Sam Smith. I love Sam Smith. I love, love me, love me, love me some Sam Smith. Give me, 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 give me what I want. You know what I mean? Like, love it love him um what's that song the who you love or something like that and then um i'm not here to make friends yeah i'm not here to make friends i need a lover i was like that's jesse reyes's part so but i love the song and he's and sammy is the person who's he it's his song anywho's so i i'm fine with sam smith number five that's fine i don't really remember getting into deep with sam this year i remember like you know the lonely hour that year 
he would have been all, like it doesn't matter there'd be five slots for, for five different artists it would all be sam smith okay number four chris brown chris breezy I saw a reel where somebody was like, I wish that I did not have to feel guilty for listening to Chris Brown's music because if he was just unproblematic, this would not be an issue. And I feel the exact same. Like, I'm always like, yeah, I love Chris Brown. <laughs> I'm like, I really like Chris Brown. <laughs> but I do like I I think it's because I run to a lot of Chris Brown music. His music is so good for exercising because it's just so high. The beat is good. It gets you in your feels, which like I feel like your heart rate just pumps more um because of that i don't know but like i hear it his new song oh, 11 11 is that what it's called oh my god i think it's called 11 11 so good so free i heard it i saw a guy dancing to it on instagram and i was like what is that and i immediately listened to it like probably 10 times in a row it's probably gonna be on my spotify wrapped for next year for sure but i don't i think again i run to a lot of chris breezy so that's probably what it is number three is paris and i'm I have no problem with that. Me and Paris, we go way back. We go all the way back. I'm obsessed um, with that band. I'm obsessed with the lead singer. She has such an amazing voice. And I didn't think I was going to like their newest album that came out, which I believe is called Evergreen. And I'm obsessed with it. If you guys are not familiar with Paris, they are definitely like alternative, maybe like pop rock, maybe alternative pop rock or just pop rock. I don't know what it is like I've always had like a little secret love for like like pop music and like she in some of her songs is like almost screamo like I don't know what it is but like if you get a little pop in there babe that's all I need to hear <laughs> you have a little pop in there I don't care what you're doing with the drums but I love Paris and I would say my favorite song by Paris is oh my god so hard to choose oh my gosh it's so hard to choose but I do love um anywhere but here and headlights right now those are two that i'm just like stuck on but i i can tell you i have their album in my car like i'm obsessed with paris so i'm fine with them being number three the number two is my girl banks okay okay and if you guys know I, i've been singing banks for years on like the music monday train like i'm obsessed with her i think that she's such a good songwriter i think she's so creative with um just the beats she's so she's just a, she's just like a different person she is like lana del rey but a little bit more a little bit darker which and it's it's just poppy it's it's like poppy but dark she's probably alternative pop so i'm obsessed and my favorite song by banks is burn and that is off of her newest album serpentina right serpent serpentina um that it doesn't matter how many times I listen to that song, it hits me every single time. And you, maybe we met in a past life. Maybe it worked alright. I can't handle any tone. Be a candle, watch me burn. I mean, like it. Oh my god, it doesn't matter. And that's how you know the song is good. You know the artist is good. It's like. You listen to a song like after the 100th time, it doesn't hit the same. Unless you wait like a few months and then you're like, oh, I forgot about the song. But like Burn, I could listen to that and Contaminated by Banks. And every single time I want to literally be in the fetal position and cry. It's such a good song. I love it. Now, my number one artist, drum roll, please. Thank you. 
race sleezing and teasing i'm sitting on them all of my diamonds are dripping on you know what i mean you guys understand me and ray, oh my god me and ray are connected <sighs> okay her music is so good and her newest album i think maybe maybe her only album which is her 20th century my 20th century oh god i can't remember the name but something like that um astounding oscar winning tears is such a good song i don't think you guys understand and you guys are wondering okay well she's loves such her top five artists what's the problem my problem is this as much as i respect ray and i love her i love her i love her i love her i did listen to escapism a lot this year i listened to hard out here a lot i know for a fact that i listen to banks more because like whenever i'm like oh what do i listen to i'm always like mm, i'll just listen to banks like it's always a banks situation i just feel like i'm offended because i know that banks should be one and ray should be two i'm upset about that i'm also upset because i know i listened to the neighborhood this year a lot not as much as last year okay because i didn't come up with a new album so i'm just kind of i'm recycling the music okay nowhere to be seen the neighborhood is nowhere on my top five list of songs artist nothing and i'm sad because i don't want jesse to think i don't care about him because jesse i do i'm obsessed with you and i love you and i would love to see you in concert soon so please come to florida yeah so that's why i'm really offended is because i feel like the order is incorrect chris breezy i don't like again sam i love him i love sam smith i don't think that sam should be in the fifth position like i don't think that i listen to him that much i don't know i can't see the stats but you could have put a little red rock worship in there at least at five like i was listening to, i promise you guys i was listening to worship music but apparently not because my spotify rap says otherwise okay let's get into my top my top genres okay number one pop big old chunk of pop and little sandwich that they have okay it's big old pop okay then rap okay which is almost as big as the pop section but not quite and then worship shout out okay which is a little bit smaller than the rap section then contemporary country which is we love that eight six five four oh nine ten twenty one you got you know what i mean give me that morgan wong give me that sam hunt pre him cheating on his wife while she was pregnant pre not post pre babes i don't know the new sam hunt anything he comes up with now you're not gonna catch me listening to it unless it's an apology song then i would gladly listen to it but he probably won't and lastly afrobeats which i'm so proud of you know i've been obsessed with my afrobeats and i've just every day i'm like <laughs> i'm getting deeper into it and i love it i love it i love it okay next as you guys were all definitely wondering what were my top five songs another thing that i'm pissed off about too i'm like huh what do you mean then i okay let me go from let me go from bottom to top okay number five is we can do we can done which is by Popcan and drake which i listen to a lot i ran to it a lot and so i i think that's what happens it's like i run to me i run three times a week and i listen to the same songs so they're like oh she loves this song <laughs> i'm like i'm just running like i'm not necessarily i mean i like the song but i'm not like oh my god this is like my favorite song ever i can't even think how it goes um we gonna fight when we ring that bell that's oh that's i, I can't even think of it that's how much i don't i know that i don't really listen to while i'm running but it's whatever it's no big deal number four is greedy 
baby, don't be greedy. I would want myself. Um, there's no me in you. So good. Tate McRae is my girl. Like, I know that she's like probably 20, but she is to me the new Britney Spears. She's the new just Ariana Grande. She's just, I think that she's just like taking over pop and I'm hesitant to like watch the YouTube videos where people review like whether or not she's the new Britney and stuff because obviously you can't compare the two. There's no comparison. Britney lived in her own era and she is an icon. She's a star. Um, her dance moves were, oh my God, piece of me, her dancing and piece of me. Goodbye. Like do not speak to me, but you've got to admit that Tate is really, really, really talented when it comes to not only singing, dancing and writing music. And again, I know that she doesn't write all the whole entire song, right? I know that. I know that, but she has a hand in it, which is a lot more than most artists. A lot of artists literally just get ghostwriters and they, they hand them the song their producers make the rhythm and they put their voice on it and that's a lot of work in itself but writing the song dancing in it and then being able to actually perform it live extremely well is a very 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 rare talent and we've got to give it to her and I think a lot of people are just trying to deny it that she's good because she's not Britney she's not um like you know Selena Gomez she's not Ariana Grande she's not any of the pop arts but it's like she's not trying to be them she's herself and like we're just saying that she's similar to them that's all we're not trying to take away from there we're not trying to take away from their star power okay number three five star <laughs> you should be here with me no 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 i can't even sing it because i i literally need that's one song that i need to have on or to sing with it but um in the five star high hotel in mauritius it's it's really good if you guys have not listened to um, her album or the song off the album by Ray. So good. So freaking good. Like I probably listened to that song a hundred times in one day when I heard it. I was like, this is innovative. This is the future of music. <laughs> was how I felt um in that moment. And then number two is Gimme featuring Coffee and Jesse Reyes. Gimme, 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 gimme what I want. I remember working out to that a lot in the beginning of the year, so it makes sense, but I'm like, huh? Dang, I gotta spice things up. And then number one, number one I'm not even mad about because I know I listen to this song so much. It, I heard it one time, I don't know where it was, out and about, and I was like, I need to go home and find it, and I found it. It's La Fama by Rosalia and The Weeknd. No, Like she is, oh my God she's so good in that song it's crazy and the weekend in it is so 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 good um but oh i can just hear the beat in my head and i'm like oh i'm going it's so good it's so good so i get it that that one's number one i would have thought a little bit more like paris like i said the neighborhood because i still listen to the neighborhood a lot again it was a lot last year i don't know what i was going through but i needed them but yeah i'm a little shocked by the by some of the top songs but that's okay it doesn't really matter but that is my spotify wrapped guys you know what can you say also they said that i listened for 37 thousand minutes and that was like listening 25 days in a row which is not a lot i saw somebody that listened for like 86 days in a row and i was like huh not like genuinely but if you add all the minutes together and i was like I want to listen more. Like I felt bad. Like I'm like, do I not listen to music as much anymore? But I, I don't think I do. I think because I genuinely have gotten so into listening to podcasts that my music is suffering. I don't want to lose my, I don't know, 
my love for music but how could you okay guys so since we have time and it's my podcast i figured we'd go ahead and get into um what i really want to talk about which is there's two things i really want to talk about um at the end here the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes like are we supposed to call it the hunger games or do we just call it the ballad of songbirds and snakes i actually don't know but anyways i saw it in theaters a couple weeks ago okay and let me just say this remember you guys i was like i'm gonna try to read three more books by the end of the year i've successfully not done that. <laughs> the year is not over yet and i still have time okay to do so i read half of the hunger games and i read half of the other book that i was reading the long game so if i could just finish both of them and then find a new shorter book i might be able to reach my goal and i really want to but i'm not going to force it upon myself because if i'm just not feeling it i'm not feeling it and there's nothing worse than forcing yourself to read a book it makes you resent reading and then it makes you think like oh i don't even really like reading even though like i'm obsessed with reading it's just i've been so busy and like by the time i get into reading my mind is like going a thousand miles an hour that I really can't concentrate on like the characters or the plot line at all that I'm just like, mm, I'm out. But I did read half of the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and I, it was like an impromptu thing. We were like going to the movies and I was like, okay, we well, we just, just watch it. Cause I was already starting to see spoilers and I hate that. I'm like, I don't want to know anything. I want to go in blind and just watching it and getting my own perspective on it. But I couldn't because Instagram was just, they waited a couple days after but i was already seeing too much i was like i gotta see the movie so my review i don't know anybody's names except for no i don't even know the main girl's name i don't know but the the people that played i'm gonna yawn again oh no i have no idea what that's about i definitely ate so i'm not hungry so i don't know anyways um the the person who plays um president snow let me just go ahead and look it up really quick because i want to say everybody's names correctly phenomenal like i thought that his performance was absolutely wonderful gorgeous beautiful chef's kiss of like his name is tom blith blythe i have no idea who said that um just phenomenal because he was like just exactly what I was thinking that Snow would be. Um, like, he was, he was, you know, sweet and he was kind, but he was also, you know, playing into his own hand and he was also making, you know, making things work just out how um, he wanted it to. But then, like, he was coming off as this, like, super, you know, cares about other people and, you know what I mean? Like, just trying to, he was trying to, he was exactly the person that he was portrayed as in the book, which I, which is what I loved. You saw him and I was like, President Snow, gorgeous, beautiful. Um, he was like kind of starved, but you couldn't really tell. He looked confident. He had those beautiful, beautiful blues. Like, oh my God, what if they put drops in his eyes? My gosh. Um, smooth talker. I loved it. Love being able to watch. I've never seen him in anything before. Loved him as an actor and I hope that he flourishes. Now let's talk about Rachel Ziegler. Lucy Graybeard. Now guys, I'm not mad at the singing because the singing's in the book. Why are you guys mad that it's, somebody said, why are you mad that it's a musical when there's music in the book? I'm like, okay, it wasn't a musical, but she was singing a lot. And 
it, it just she I'm sorry and I'm not it's not it's just her acting skills I I just I wish I'd pick somebody it just a lot of things she did were so awkward her her bow and she's a performer so like it just how how she portrayed Lucy Gray Barrett I thought she would have a little bit more confidence um and a little bit better stage presence that's all you know what I mean like I'm sure that she's a great actress in other things I've never seen her in anything else but I've heard about her but I was like babe this is just not what I was saying in my head which is totally fine like PETA was not what anybody was thinking in their head for the original Hunger Games or Finnick with Sam Claflin so I get it we all have like I was fine with them I was like me and Josh Hutcherson me and Sam Claflin we're good love you in love like totally fine so I was like okay it's my turn to be a little bit disappointed by the casting but it's okay it doesn't really matter but yeah I think that's why the rating that I'm going to give is mainly because of Rachel's performance I'm so sorry but I definitely give it like a five out of ten I wouldn't rewatch it like honestly like if somebody like I remember when the Hunger Games Catching Fire came out which is my favorite Hunger Games which by the way guys if you don't know the original Hunger Games like the first one the Hunger Games and then Hunger Games Catching Fire which is the sequel was directed by two different people so we have Francis Lawrence that took over because there was an issue with the original director and I know all of this because I was like hyper obsessed with Hunger Games the books the casting everything from start to finish so I was like on this was back in my tumblr days so when I was getting all the updates and all the insights so they, they used to have his name was Ross and I, I want to say Rick Ross but that's not his name but it was another director for the original Hunger Games film and he got fired because of I don't really remember but he wasn't an upstanding gentleman as far as I could tell so they hired Francis Lawrence and the minute they hired Francis Lawrence boom just skyrocketed like the films were gorgeous beautiful it looked exactly how everybody pictured it would look um and it was amazing it's interesting because francis also directed the ballad of songbirds and snakes which visually speaking there's nothing wrong with the film visually i don't that's not the issue it genuinely is like the the actors it was literally just lucy gray barrett and she's a huge part of the book and the film and so i was like i can't get i i don't want to rewatch it i would if somebody's like you want to watch the ballad i'm like no I'd rather watch the original Hunger Games than rewatch the Ballad of Songbirds of Snakes. And I feel bad because, again, Tom Blythe did an amazing, phenomenal job. Um, but I, can't, I don't want to ever sit through something and be like talking about somebody over and over again. It's like, okay, like I don't like the performance. Move on. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But if you guys have not seen it, definitely go and see it. Let me know what your thoughts are. I know I've been getting mixed reviews that like a lot of people are like, so good. Love it. I can't believe like anyone could possibly dislike it and then I've gotten the other side that's like kind of with me that was like cringy not good at all musical so they obviously had to cut a lot of things from the book right because there's so much that happens in the book um and I think they did a great job of like picking and choosing what to leave in um but yeah I just think when one person is often casting it throws off the whole thing but I will say Hunter Schaefer as Tigress was beautiful so sweet and I just it makes me like so sad to know that like she whatever relationship that her and Snow had was so broken down that she painted herself or became a tiger or whatever painted herself as a tiger it just makes me so sad because their relationship in the beginning is so beautiful they're basically sister and brother they're very close-knit family and she saw that it would eventually power would go to his head like it did with his father 
just makes me really sad because she stops calling him like a nickname at the end of the book and then calls him Cornelius and I hate it I hate it because you just that's when the and the downfall happens so quickly happens so quickly you know you think it's gonna take him 10 15 years but it happens in like the span of a few years and it's just so sad to see that but if you guys have not seen the ballad of songbirds and snakes you guys should go watch it okay last but not least okay i know we've been hanging out for a little bit but here is what i have to say lastly if you guys have not watched special forces and it's on hulu and it's originally on fox you need to go watch it and this is a spoiler alert so if you don't want it to be spoiled for you you're just gonna have to stop listening now then come back after you watch it it's only eight episodes i think um and it is so good so it started originally i believe with 14 recruits and they are celebrities whether they're there's a few olympic uh medalists in there there's um you know reality stars there's singers there's dancers there's um hosts in there you know what i mean hosts of shows or whatever um and actors and actresses, whatever so oh no so sorry i gotta get a little snacky after this i don't know what that's about anyways so special forces so 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 good they're going through training like i think it's higher than marine level training or similar to and for them to be on like a special team they're not actually going to but they're just training as if they would okay and so Tom Sandoval's on there, Tyler Cameron, Nick Vial, um, Jojo Siwa, and um, there's a few other people in there that I don't really know, but I came to like and appreciate um, a, a lot because of their performances on there. And you can leave at any time. You can just say, like, uh, I, I am, what is it? Like, I'm voluntarily, a voluntary discharge. You have to say that when you want to leave. And they're being put through brutal things. Black China was on there. They're being put through the ringer on here. Like there's one where they have to scale like this dam and they have to run down it in, in a race. And I'm like, Black China quit then and I would have too. I'm mortified of heights. Um, there's one where they have to walk on a tightrope, um, jump off of it, then get back on, swing their leg up and then get back on, then stand back up and continue. And I just, I'm mortified like I have no trust in like a rope holding me and like obviously these people sign waivers and they're doing their best you know they're you know but anything can happen I would be out which would suck because I know I'm a very strong person mentally like towards the end they go through interrogation and like I know I would have made made it through interrogation because I'm very strong mentally in that aspect but I would not make it through any of the physical things that are to do with heights because I'm mortified mortified but when I tell you that the most impressive performances were by Tyler Cameron, Nick Vial, jo- Jojo Siwa, and then this this girl named Erin, who is a the first African American um, gold medalist in speed skating. Incredible performances, like from top to bottom. Tyler Cameron could be in the Marines. Like I would not be surprised if five years from now he enlisted in the Army. We never heard from him again. He goes into literal special forces. He was a literal just. Oh my God, like everyone was shocked by him and not shocked and like, oh my God, we didn't think he would do it. But this is like, you're in awe of like, they're like, he's a workhorse. Like he literally would just like lift stuff and like, boom, go. And you could just tell that he was like so locked in and he did amazing. Nick Pyle at the beginning, even they said like he was doing well, but he just wasn't giving off like mental strength. It wasn't giving off like, um, 
like leadership and Tyler the whole time was like leader, like how he encouraged the people, how he'd be like, you got this, you can do it. Stay with me, stick with me. He's like, I'm here for you. He was like, just, you know, keep looking at me. I'm like, oh my God, like he is a dream. Oh my goodness. But Nick towards the end stepped up and he was so incredible along the whole entire way, just continuing to talk about his fiance and all this stuff. But who really impressed me was Jojo Siwa. I don't really know much about her besides that she was on Dance Moms and that, you know, that's it. She's a dancer. She's a singer. You know, whatever. whatever. I gained so much respect for her because she was the youngest by far and so, so strong mentally, physically, emotionally. I mean, she broke down a few times, but like who wouldn't? They're going through really rigorous things. They had to, um, they were in a helicopter that's dropped into the water. They have to hold their breath are submerged in the water they had to hold her breath for 15 seconds then swim to the back of the helicopter grab their life jacket and swim to the to the top and like she just did it with so much grace and she almost panicked but she pulled it together and she did phenomenal and amazing and she at one point guys carried tom sandoval somebody uh tom won something and so his reward was getting carried back to camp and so for the the people that didn't win the challenge or whatever they had to carry these two people and um tyler of course carried somebody start to finish not even out of breath like that man oh my god like i cannot with him like i'm it's actually crazy like he really is incredibly fit um and the people they were like he is just that were like running it. They're like, he's amazing. Like, this is actually pretty crazy. But Jojo Siwa, somebody was carrying Tom Sandoval and they just couldn't do anymore. And she's like, okay, like switch me. She'd like a pack on. She switched, picked up Tom, just kept going. And everyone's like, what the heck? She just would like, she just really, really, really impressed me. And I am really sad. She did not make it to the final. The four, the three finalists were Tyler Cameron, shout out, Nick Vial, shout out, and then Aaron. And then Tom dropped out, thank goodness, because honestly, if he won, I would have just been like, um, but then Joe Josie was, um, second to last to drop out and it, everyone respected her for it because she was like, she just couldn't do it. They really were at the end being put through stuff that like, I don't even think I could do, um, one of the things that they had to go through for interrogation was listening to like high pitched noises and like babies crying. And like, I just, already babies crying gives me anxiety now so I'm like I don't think I could do it and I think they had to listen to it for like four hours in the freezing cold and she just had to get out and they like respected her for that because like you know you do want to come across strong and and show people that you're able to push yourself but there's a point where if you push yourself too far you are gonna end up in a headspace that you don't want to be in mentally so I respected her more for that than anything and she was like I'm not going home because like I'm not strong enough I'm going home because I'm choosing you know, my mental health over just needing to win, which I think really speaks a lot because she loves to win. She said she was very competitive. So I'm, I consider her a winner in my book, but if you guys have not seen it, I might even go back and watch last um, year's um, season because I never watched it, but I kept hearing about Nick, Tyler, Cameron, and then Tom and Jojo. I just kept hearing about like their performances and I was like, I need to watch this. And like, I cannot explain to you, like it's such a good freaking show it's amazing so if you guys are looking for something to watch it's only eight episodes i think it's like 45 minutes literally phenomenal like so 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 good i'm captivated the whole entire time so yeah that's today's episode thank you guys for hanging out with me i know it was a longer one but there was so much to get caught up on there was so much to chat about and i hope you guys had a lovely and wonderful thanksgiving happy december we're in 
Christmas month. I can't even believe it, but I actually can, um, which is weird for me. Most of the time I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. But this year I'm feeling very ready for the holidays and I hope that you guys are too. I love you guys and I can't wait to hang out with you guys next week on another episode of With Peace and Love. Bye.